0: Hello and welcome to The Widow Podcast. I am your host, Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I am a widow, a mum, a health coach, a life coach and grief coach. I want to help you see that you really can create something truly meaningful after loss. You have everything you need within you and I want to help you find it so you can see how capable and amazing you really are, helping you find a more positive way through your grief. Oh, and thank you for joining me again here on The Widow Podcast. It's lovely to have you join me for another conversation around grief, death, widowhood, change, and everything in between, to be honest, because it just about <laughs> covers everything, doesn't it? You know, I always say grief isn't a kind of one-size-fits-all one-dimensional process. It's an umbrella term. And I think underneath that umbrella, you can literally squeeze in all descriptions, feelings, emotions, analogies. They all fit somewhere in it. It is vast. It is huge. And it is something that we seem to know and understand very little about as a society. Unless, of course, we've been catapulted in to the depths of it and are very quickly made aware of all of its facets. And um, it's, it's a harsh learning curve. So it, today, it kind of felt appropriate for me to talk about the seasons of change and the you know it's a cold wet dark miserable day autumn's definitely coming you know and it was only a week ago really that it was still warm and light and vibrant and it felt like summer and I was sat in the garden you know um and now you know i've i'm cold i've got a jumper on the the leaves are changing color on the trees there are so many beautiful colors out there and they're starting to fall and things are starting to to die and i kind of just felt like it was a a good analogy a good reference point for our journeys through grief because there's a lot in the seasons that reminds me of, of grief and the journey that we go on. Certainly the journey I've been on and the, the journey I've shared with others or parts of their journeys anyway. And it kind of gives me hope as well. And I think, you, you know, Simon died on the, the 11th of September. It, it was still fairly warm. And we had his funeral on the 30th of September. And and a bit like I was just saying, you know, it suddenly went from summer to autumn and all the changes that come with that. And autumn, it does represent the change, the loss, the death, you know, the leaves changing color, falling from the trees, you, you know, leaving the branches naked. We can see the visible changes in autumn, can't we? You you know, we can see it happening before our eyes. And, you know, it it is a beautiful season to witness. Um, But when we are going through grief and we, you you know, relate it to grief and the change that's thrust upon us, it doesn't feel quite so beautiful. It, It feels heavy and scary. You know, and it's in this time in autumn that you know we 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 need to help ourselves feel safe and secure because our world around us is is changing and it's changing rapidly. And we need to create a, a support system, you know, a, a safe refuge that we can weather the cold, dark, and stormy weather that is coming because it does come, you know, and I think it takes a while for, for the reality to hit. For myself, certainly, I was in shock for a long time. And there were certainly days of despair, but the, the reality of the loss and, and what I was gonna have to work through and go through in that loss, maybe hadn't quite hit home yet. Um, I, think, I think the day after Simon's funeral was one of the worst days just the worst just that that realization of oh my god what now you know he's gone he's gone we've cremated him and in that time I did create that support system you you know that the people that I needed around me and my god did it help it's very tempting in this time to want to, to try and escape the pain because it hurts so much, of course. And, and also the temptation to, to try and do it all alone. Like, I'm strong. I can do this. I don't need anyone's help. I'm independent. And of course you are, you know, it doesn't mean you're not any of those things if you need a little bit of help right now. We all need a little bit of help at times. Um, but, you know, it's, it's kind of, we want to deny the changes <clears throat> that we know we're going to have to face. And it can feel easier to try and deny them than face them. And that's what's, what's hard, isn't it? But it's, it's in this time, in, in this autumn of, of our grief, you, you know, that if we can sort of ground ourselves in a support network, you know, if we can create firm roots somewhere We are more able to make space for the new, not immediately, but just, you you know, a bit like shedding our leaves, understanding that our old life has gone and trying to cling on to it for dear life, which is something I did for a very long time, by the way. I'm not criticizing anyone that does this. you, you know, it's kind of understanding that actually that that life has gone, that that normality that we knew and we do. We want to walk back through that door, but we can't. It's bolted. It's locked. It's shut. There's no getting through it. And it's about eating well, looking after ourselves, getting people to to help us with with, you know, food, shopping gardening, whatever, you know, housework. Um, but allowing ourselves maybe some, some time and some space, to get out in nature. Make some time for your grief. I know it hurts and I know it's horrible, but you know, we've got to allow whatever is to be, which is difficult, which is really difficult, which is, you know, makes it even more important that we create that space for, for ourselves and you know get out in nature move our bodies it's a hard time it's a it's a time of great uncertainty and with that comes fear huge fear and then we've got the winter you know i think the the kind of the reality of our situation hits it's dark it's cold we feel isolated, we feel heavy, and we feel very alone, you you know, and we just, we naturally want to kind of hibernate, you you know, in in this time. And this is a really good time for you to rest, restore, reconnect, recharge. It's a heavy, heavy season of grief. And for you know, to to help ourselves get through this, we've got to rest and conserve our energy so that we we can sustain the toughest months. You know, we're bare, we're exposed, we're vulnerable, and we're weary in this time. We're low in energy, we feel lethargic, and, and we do just want to hunker down, don't we? We want to just climb under our duvets and, and hide from it all. We, we almost lose that, that want, that desire. I think naturally in winter, it's a, it's a much slower pace, isn't it, of, of life. And, you know, in our grief, that's definitely how we feel. You know, like we just want to, to shut it out. We don't want, we don't want to get up in the morning. We don't want to have to deal with our day. We don't want to have to cook our dinner. We don't want to have to go for a walk because it's good for us. We don't want to do any of it because we are forced to face the reality of a life we didn't want. We didn't choose. So why should we? Why should we have to do this stuff? You know, and we can start to feel angry and resentful and jealous and bitter. And that's all okay too. You know, I've talked about all our feelings in in a previous podcast, you know, all the feelings and emotions that will show up and how they are all valid, all of them. But in this time, in this winter period, you you know, when it is cold and dark and lonely, we really do need to, to rest. There's some tough months, there's some heavy days coming and, and looking after ourselves to make sure that we've got the energy to get through this is so, so important to connect with people that love you, that care for you, that nurture you, you know, reach out, lean on them, slow everything down, breathe, just take time out you know we we rush around think we've got to do our jobs thinking we've got to be a perfect parent thinking the house has got to have this that everything else done to it we need to book holidays we need to change our cars we need to sort out everything in the house we need to speak to someone we need to write this letter we need to send that email we need to clear out the tupperware cupboard it's just it's just relentless it is absolutely relentless And that list is never, ever going to go away. You're never going to get to the end of your to-do list and go, I'm done, I'm done, I'm free, I can do whatever I want. That never happens. There's always something to do. So, you know, take time out. Let things go that aren't really important, that aren't completely necessary, excuse me, and focus on you focus on getting yourself through these days now as we know in any season there are days that don't quite match the season you know we can be in the depth of winter and have some really warm sunny days and it's lovely and we feel bright and refreshed and even find some joy in our hearts that's okay too that's okay too in the summer months you know when it's supposed to be really bright and lovely and sunny we can have storms and wind and rain and hail and it's horrible this is you know th- this isn't a linear process whether you're looking at the seasons of change whether you're looking at the five stages of grief none of it is linear you're going to jump in and out of all of it all the time and it's recognizing what you need in those moments, how you're feeling. If you're feeling dark and cold and heavy, lean into that. Always stop and ask yourself, what do I need in this moment to help me get through this? You know, and that could be many things. You might need to just go out and let your hair down and have a great time. You might need to just have some time for yourself and slow down and do nothing. You might want to learn something new. You might want to meet some new people. You might want to connect with some people that are in your life now that you, you've, you don't feel as connected to. You might want to reconnect with yourself, you know, because we certainly lose that as well in our journeys, don't we? Who we are. So, you know, use this time. Use the winter the months, the years, however, you know, long it lasts for you to allow yourself that time to restore, to recharge, to rest, reconnect, you know, do whatever it is that you need to do in that moment. And then of course the winter passes and there's there's spring is in the air, you, you know, and you start to see new life. You start to see buds forming, flowers growing, you know, the daffodils pushing up through the grass. And it just, there's a feel of lighter, brighter days ahead. It just doesn't feel so heavy. It doesn't feel so dark and gloomy. It's a time of renewed hope, of new growth, of new possibilities. And you may start to feel like you are ready to re-enter your life. Something that you haven't maybe felt before, you know, more energy. A time when you are maybe able to face some things that you have been avoiding. Having a bit of a clear out at home, you know, redecorating, making things feel like they're yours, making the space yours, you know, new opportunities, new beginnings. In this time, you know, we need to nurture ourselves. Think of yourselves as your garden, you know, as everything coming into blossom, you, you know, the care it needs, you need to water them, nourish them, nourish them. You know, make sure they're protected. Put things in place to hold them up. You know, I'm not much of a gardener, so excuse my my lack of technical terms. But you can get these poles, can't you, that hold up and support the flowers, or you know, netting or, or whatever it is you put around these things. I won't pretend I know what I'm doing because I have no idea. But I kind of like the, the 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 analogy, I suppose, of you know, watering your garden, tending to yourself. Supporting yourself through this transition of of hope, of growth, of of newness, because it is just, it is a lovely time if you can lean into it and allow it to be without the stories we tell ourselves around creating a new life and thinking that... We shouldn't be doing it because in doing this we are leaving our person behind we are being disloyal we are going against what we promised who who do you, you know it's it's like these stories you're telling yourselves really kind of notice them and think Where has this story come from? What's it based on? Is it based on fact? Is it based on truth? Or is it something I'm telling myself that is causing me more discomfort in an already very, very uncomfortable place? And guilt and shame is often just that, you know? And it's remembering that we are allowed to breathe new life into ourselves. We can move forward honoring our person loving our person taking them with us being the parts of them that we love most and that allows us to see the hope to see a future to maybe gain a little bit of clarity to find some desire to find that want again to want to kind of breathe life into yourself to take those steps forward to you know grab the opportunities that come your way to be bold and courageous and try new things and think about what do i desire what do i want my life to look like what kind of person do i want to be what do i value what's important to me and taking those things and creating something or starting to piece together something that feels right that feels meaningful you know <clears throat> and again is tending to anything that comes up in this time It's not all going to be about hope, but you'll start to see it come through, you know, and and lean into that. Trust what feels right. Don't hold yourself back. Don't put blocks in the way. You, 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 You know how to do this. You know what feels right for you. But we hold ourselves back. We create stories in our minds that block us from achieving the things that, that we want to achieve, you know, from living a good life again. And then, of course, you know, through spring, everything comes up and out and the trees are, are, are green and, you know, with every, there's colour and there's newness and there's vibrancy and we, we, we fall into the the summer, life feels brighter, you know, you're clearer, you feel more confident, you're coming from a place of abundance, you know, not from a place of of lack or scarcity, you're able to see the good in life, the things that you are grateful for, you know, and that builds your wants, your desire again, it it builds your self-esteem, your self-confidence, you just feel more positive, you feel happier. You have joy in your heart again. You can see the learnings. You know, there are so many learnings in life. Even through tragedy, there are learnings. If we can be open to them. I have learned so much since Simon died. I cannot tell you how much I have learned since Simon has died about myself, about life, about what I want, what I believe in, about the kind of parent I want to be, the kind of person I want to be, just how I can help myself to feel fulfilled. And I don't think I knew all that before. In fact, I know I didn't know all that before. I hadn't taken the time, but I've just, I have learned so much. I've learned so much about people. And I love it. I am so grateful for those learnings. Yes, I would like to have learned them in a different way under different circumstances, but I didn't. Simon died and, and, and that is what I gained from it. And I'm grateful for that. Doesn't mean I'm glad he died. You know, I'm always, always, always going to be very sad that he died. Always going to wish that he could have lived, to have seen our girls, grow up into the most amazing young women to share some of the experiences that we've had, but he didn't. And in these summer months, you, you know, you start to see that what you have achieved, what you have learned, how you have grown, what you have gained in your life as a result of your experiences, and you have probably created something meaningful, something that makes you feel good, you know, and that may well be something that, you know, you, you have created in your loved one's honor that you have created for yourself. It can be many things, but it's again, it's about enjoying this time. Okay. And trying not to worry about the seasons changing again, knowing that you can deal with uncertainty because look at everything you've just come through. And sometimes, when we've come through something like this and, and continue to go through something like this, we almost fear something tragic happening again. But that fear sort of holds us back, it stops us enjoying what we have in that moment. And in the summer months, you know, it's a time to find an enduring connection with our loved ones. It's a time to integrate the loss and the future, to understand that the the, the two can be integrated. The two can come together and we can have a future while still living with the loss. But we can do that and we can remember with more love than pain. And we can create something that makes us truly happy While still living with our loss, with our grief, with our love for our person and creating, you know, that those enduring connections, those those ongoing bonds that, that we need, that we want to have, however that looks for you. And that will look different for so many people, but our relationship with our person doesn't stop. Our love for our person doesn't stop. Yes, they're not here in the physical sense anymore. But there are many things we can do to continue those bonds, to continue that love. And it's learning what those things are and how they become meaningful to us. And I just wanted to use this really to let you see that wherever you are in your grief journey, all seasons are temporary. Nothing is permanent and you are going to travel through this at your own pace at your own time and in your own way it doesn't matter how long it takes you or how little time it takes you you know there's there's no timeline in this and you're going to be up and down and all over the place in good days and bad days and feel like you're you're making huge progress and then you're taking 10 steps back <clears throat> it's not it's not a race it's not a competition it's about you, but it's about understanding that spring will come again. You will blossom. You will find new life, new hope, new opportunities. You will find love in your heart. And I don't always mean that in a, in a new relationship, but for something. Something that will bring you joy and peace, connection, contentment laughter, happiness, all of it, while still grieving your person, while still missing your person, the loss doesn't go away. But the darkness and the heaviness of the winter months can feel relentless, like they're never going to pass, but they do. Spring will come and it will be followed by summer and you will feel happy. You will. You will find that in your heart. Believe it. Want it. But nurture yourself in the process. Sending you all so much love as always. Thank you again for coming along and listening to me. I hope this helps and I will look forward to seeing you again very soon. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening today on the widow podcast if you would like to find out more about how i can help you please visit my website www.carensutton.co.uk i would love to help you find your way forward to a brighter future so get in touch let's have a conversation and let's help you take back control and find a more positive way through your grief